Welcome to the Sedona Soul Sister Show, down-to-earth discussions on spiritual, metaphysical, paranormal, and healing topics. The Sedona Soul Sisters are the most trusted psychic mediums in Sedona. They have offices in Sedona, Arizona, where they see clients from all over the world. And now, today's show. Hi, I'm Ivory, and this is Roz. And our topic today is spirituality and politics, to get involved or not get involved, to state yourself or not state yourself. Before we start that, we want to say hello to our listeners in Flagstaff, Arizona. You're only like 35 minutes north of us. It's so great to see you supporting us in this way. And we are delighted to see that audience growing up there. So hello, glad to see you. Let's dive into this. This this topic's been coming up because um, actually social media. There's <laughs> friends of mine who are spiritual who are at all costs staying out of it completely for varying reasons, which we'll get into. And then there's other friends who are just like diving head first, who are all in with their beliefs and supporting what they support. And, and let's talk about why somebody, especially working in the spiritual field, might not want to get publicly involved in politics. I I really don't feel that uh, they're complementary subjects and issues. You know, I really feel like if you're focusing on spirituality, if you're focusing on your frequency and working on your yourself basically and working to help other people it just it's like waving a red flag at an a bull <laughs> you know it it just brings up all kinds of issues that i really think are distracting and detrimental and i find that in people's political interests and motivations, they really have a tendency to just kind of like go off the deep end. And pretty soon you're into all kinds of judgment and kind of negative, you know, the judgment goes into a negative mindset about everyone who doesn't have the same opinion as whoever's participating. So I just divorce them divorced them <laughs> they they're not to me they're just not um categories that serve each other well i totally agree with that Roz. i mean there's a reason why our podcast and my other podcast are not political uh first off the country is very divided and on our podcasts are worldwide so it's not just our country we've got listeners in many countries around the world mm-hmm. and there's many varying positions, but if you take a stance for one of them, then immediately the other people don't want to hear you anymore. So you've you've lost the ears, and it's and it's not about building audience. It's not about um, gathering numbers of people following you. It's about staying, keeping people open to hearing spiritual messages. Because if we get if we get into politics. Um, and I'm just going to say for myself, if I stepped into politics, then then it's my opinion. And, and politics are tearing things apart. Politics are pulling people away from spirituality. 
politics are hardening hearts and shutting down people's minds. So uh, the last thing we want to do is to to do that as well. You know, we want we don't want to get in the middle of that and have people go, oh, well, we're not going to listen to them because this is how they believe. So we keep it out of this. You know, we we keep it out of our show. I keep it out of my other podcast for the same reason. But there are people who disagree quite significantly with that. And they think um, you have to stand for something or you stand for nothing. And that you need to state, you know, what you are passionate about, what you believe in. But to me, that's what your personal accounts are for. You know, if you want to talk about that in your personal accounts, that's one thing. But honestly, there comes a point when I'm not saying Roz and I are famous. We are not famous, but you become known. And once you are known, even if you're talking about it in your personal account, then it could easily affect your business your business dealings. So, um, you know, you, you, if you take one side, you're alienating almost half of the country or half of the world, because the issues we have going on in our country with politics are going on in just about every country. Every democracy right now is going through what our country is going through. So, it's not just the USA, it's around the world. I'm sure those of you listening from all the countries I see tuning in, are going to be nodding your head going, yep, yep. I mean, I know you don't have the gun violence that we've got going on here, but you've got um, everything else happening, you know, everything else that's um, that's involved in politics, I think. And I think, too, you know, we we have to recognize that if you're going to pursue your spiritual um, intentions and your spiritual guidance you have to have your mind your heart your soul focused on that and unfortunately when you start getting into all this other flotsam jetsam whatever you want to call it jetsam (laughs) it's just those are nice people, aren't they? Flotsam, Mr. Flotsam and Mr. Jetson, great people. So distracting. So distracting from your true purpose. If you're um, trying to pursue a spiritual vein in your life. I When I was younger, I was a lot more outspoken, I think, politically. And I wrote a lot. So I was always writing some commentary, you know, on something. Um, And that was, of course, before the days of the internet, social media and all that. So it didn't instantaneously appear. These were letters that I would write to editors or whatever. And even then, I mean, I just began to realize, like, the truth of the matter is that most people, when they're in a political mindset, they truly believe that they're right. And that that's the only opinion. It's certainly the only opinion they want to hear. And that becomes a very large distraction to me from being focused on spirituality, doing the right thing, tapping into your purpose, all those other things. So I think for me, it's very 
diametrically on opposite sides of the spectrum. Maybe that's why I've never been a fan of politics. <laughs> Even when when my job involved going to Washington, D.C. and meeting with, with senators and congressmen because I had a mental health grant for the for the county I worked for, um, that I needed to go meet our donors, the company that donated to us and tell them what we've accomplished in the in the year. Like it was there was some real repugnant moments that made me dislike it even more. And and um, when I worked in radio, I interviewed a lot of politicians. There was only one who I felt like was really a good person. And the others either hit on me or were just like misogynistic. So um I never had a good taste in my mouth about politics, but with what's going on now, the bottom line is that what we see happening around us in politics, that's not what it's about. What's behind all that is what it's about. And sometimes what's behind that is also a spiritual issue. And in this case, it most definitely is a spiritual issue. So we deal with what's behind it, under it, driving it more than we want to deal with the symptoms, which is what you see going on in politics right now. There's plenty of people who are going, who are out there battling that directly. But, but I feel like, you know, my goal is to fight the dark and increase the light and, you know, doing that through spiritual work of helping uplift people, helping get them, helping them help themselves to get out of negative circumstances and, step into their gifts and step into their life purpose, figure out what it is, you know, all of those things that that raise the frequency of people and therefore the people around the world and the planet, that takes a lot of focus. And energy. Mm-hmm. And you're you're utilizing your energy at all times when you are conducting that work. And you know I don't know about everyone else, but for me, as I've grown older, I would say that my energy has um, gone down a few notches, <laughs> how much I actually have. And so I need to re- really intensely concentrated on what my job is, quote unquote, my purpose. And getting into all the political um the mindset of those who are politically active. Um, I, I just can't go there and get the other work at this level of frequency it needs to be. So I have to, I have to acknowledge that to myself and realize it. I think it's difficult to do this work and not get exhausted and not get sick um, because of the level of, of, focus that it requires. And certain services, certain things that Roz and I do require more energy and exhaust us more. You only have so much energy. Neither one of us is spring chickens anymore. So, you know, we have to be mindful. You know, if I push too hard, I get sick. I don't know about you, Roz, but you know, if I push too much, I get sick. And so I have to really be mindful of where my energy level is and act accordingly. And sometimes that means for those of you doing spiritual work out there or contemplating that it's meant cutting back my hours. So I worked three to four hours a day in session 
And that's exhausting. You know, at the end of the evening, I need a nap when I'm done for the day. Like I'll eat some dinner and then I need a nap because I'm that wiped out most of the time. And depending on the work I've done, even more so. So um, I used to work when Roz and I met, we were working at a a spiritual center where we were doing, I, I was working nine hours a day, six days a week. And granted, I was about, you know, I was eight years younger, but still I was flattened. I would go home and I would just be like, oh, and I remember talking to you about that, Roz, just like, that's one of the reasons we're like, we have to start our own place so we can, we can manage our time, our energy better. But um, it is exhausting. And, And even if you're not working in the spirituality field, being on a spiritual path and consciously raising your frequency, consciously tuning into what you're feeling and maybe the messages you're receiving from your angels, from your higher self, from God, receiving these messages, that takes your energy and focus. So, you know, maybe it's not your path to be in the political battle as well. Well, I can remember when I was younger, when I first um, started doing some reading about um, Edgar Cayce. And I just thought, I don't want to ever go there. I don't want to ever get to the point where I literally drain myself until there's nothing left. And it can happen. So you got to be very conscientious about your energy and your focus. I think he knew that was going to happen, though, because look how focused his work was on health issues. So I think he absolutely knew that his work was going to cut his life short. I know my work is cutting my life short. I'm okay with that because otherwise I'd live into my 90s, barring a tragic accident. I do not want to live into my 90s. So I'm okay with that. But he did work himself to death and he was used and tossed aside. He, you know, he had no money. Uh, he and his wife lived a pretty um, hand to mouth existence despite being used like that by so many people. So um, that's a choice he made. It's a choice only each of us can make for ourselves as to how deep is our dedication. Actually, no, I'm going to take that back because it is not to do. That doesn't have anything to do. How much are you willing to sacrifice? Well, then I, also, I also think we have to acknowledge that when you do this kind of work, you are very, you know, we're we're like a we are a mind, body, spirit being. So if you're dealing with something spiritual or something emotional, you will have attacks of energy um, on your health. And especially if you're dealing with um people who have um, illness, serious illness that they're dealing with, it takes a tremendous amount of our energy, like it did with his energy, to restructure that and to rebalance that and to clear. So I think you have to acknowledge that to yourself and you have to realize that you got to focus yourself on the work that you know you're supposed to be doing as opposed to getting into the political, it's just always such a, uh, such an amazing circus. (laughs) 
And it's a balancing act. At this, it really is a balancing is. act, trying to do your work, do what you're here to do, finish, complete your life purpose, your mission, and stay well enough to complete it. Yeah. So I'm going to tell you something that happens to me every time that I I do care about what's happening very much so in our country and in the world. And every time that I'm thinking about getting involved in politics and, and not in, on our show, but personally, my angels will say, Ivory, no. They'll say that is not your path. You need to focus your energy. Um, I was actually really involved in a local group that um, is doing something to help on a planetary basis. And I I was the youngest person in that group, which was pretty funny to me. They thought that I was a youngster. I'm laughing. But um, it's all relative, isn't it? So I was really into that. And my angels are saying, you can't afford to devote this much energy to this. This isn't your life purpose. Like I heard them loud and clear. And I didn't really want to leave that group. But I understand what they're saying. And sometimes we need to pay attention to these things, what your angels, what your higher self, what God is telling you, because we don't want to see it sometimes. We we want to we want to spread ourselves really thin and we want to cram in as much as we can and do as much as we can. But why are you here? You know, and if you don't know the answer to that, that's a good place to start asking your angels. Why am I here? Ask them every night before you go to sleep and try to get a clear answer. It might take months, but you will get a clear answer. And it may not be talking to you. It can be showing you. It can be putting an opportunity right in front of you that feels so right. And you realize, oh my gosh, how did I not see this before? You weren't meant to. You know, it's always that you weren't meant to. It's really about... (laughs) Where you put your priorities mm-hmm. is what it comes down to. Roz and I always say this isn't a job. This isn't just a career. This is a calling. It is. You know, to work in spirituality, whether you're a healer, a reader, whether you do um, healing work in a more traditional sense, like your doctor, a nurse, a chiropractor, um, the work that you do, but particularly, I think, in spirituality, my mom was so funny once because she said, so this is a calling. This is like a calling. And I'm like, yeah, it's more, it's a lifestyle. What we do is a lifestyle because you have to be conscious all the time of what you're thinking, what you're doing, what's happening around you, what the input is, how you're feeling, how much energy you have. And you even not working in the spirituality field, just if you're, you're listening, you're watching the show now, need to think about that as well. Just being on a spiritual path means you have a life purpose. And everyone, to me, everyone's underlying life purpose is to raise your frequency, to be as good a person as you can be, and be be shining light around everyone around you to help lift them up. You do that. You don't even have, you're just doing that by being yourself. But it's hard to do that if you get sucked in this. See this background? If you're watching this on YouTube, you see this background. That's for a reason. If you get sucked into the vortex of politics, then you're probably going to have a very, your frequency is going to go down and you're going to be stressed. You're going to be anxious, which is going to pull your frequency down further. So it will affect your ability to do spiritual work and it will affect your ability to raise your own frequency and progress spiritually. 
I think so many people now don't recognize how all of this constant chaotic political upheaval that's going on impacts very subtly. It's like an underlying energy drain in our day. And if you want, if, if you're watching television, I mean, I stopped watching television years ago. Now, I'm not saying I never follow something if there's something I'm interested in finding out about. And, of course, I go on YouTube to do that because I don't have a television. But the bottom line here is you really have to realize where you're how much energy you have and where your energies need to be directed in order for you to kind of maintain your energy and your balance and your focus. And so I don't know, I have to remind myself of that sometimes because I certainly um, can get distracted. I mean, Now that I'm older, I'm thinking I'm probably like ADHD or something because I could really, you know, totally forget what I'm supposed to be doing and go off on another pursuit. So we're out of time. But if you're interested, we're going to be continuing this conversation over on Patreon and you'll be able to join us there under Sedona Soul Sisters. Uh, Tune in next Friday. Our topic is haunted houses. Roz and I have personal experience with this. And we're going to be sharing real stories, our own and people we know, real stories of real haunted houses. And honestly, it can be the suburban stucco right next to yours. It is not the Adams family house. Usually it's an innocent looking (laughs) house. So in the meantime, we hope you have an enlightening week. Thank you for listening to the Sedona Soul Sisters show. If you'd like more information about the Sedona Soul Sisters and their services, visit their website at SedonaSoulSisters.com. Subscribe to our show here so you don't miss a thing. All of us at Sedona Soul Sisters hope you have an enlightening week.